Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. It's like a showdown. <laughs> that was weird. We hey. just stare each other and see who's going to talk first. Hey, we didn't even say we were Craig and Aaron last show. I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. And we're <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weird. The weird thing was I said that and I realized I'm not Aaron. It's the podcast that brings you the best in weird news coverage. Or you know, at least the meh. Yeah, and you don't have to watch news and don't watch the network news anymore because all the news you need to know we cover here on Weird. Right, because everything else is just going to scare you or make you sad. That's right, and this it, stuff will make you the star of your water cooler. If you have a water cooler. And yeah. if you don't have a water cooler, it's going to make you go out and buy a water cooler. Yeah, so you be the star, star of the water cooler. You know what? Cooler. You could be the star of the coffee pot. You just stand there and stand, stand there. And, and your friends and coworkers will gather around you. They're going to wonder, why do you have that glow? Because you could say You'll say, well, first of all, I live next to the... <laughs> Three Mile Island. Three Mile Island. I live next to the radiation plant, whatever that say, is. Is there actually a radiation plant? You could say... I don't think they make radiation at a plant. I know uh, this guy picked up a key and turned it into a car. Yeah, and Pick the key up. What? Yeah, and you're over there spinning those stories. That is so true. People are getting fired because you're keeping them from working. Anyway, anyway, yes. that's what you get for listening to the show. We've got uh, we got a review, and then we have we got a message from Mark Patch. Yes, we do. Mark Patch left us this message. Mark Patch, the 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 guy that that brought you that music when that's the right. show started. That's the, right. When the show ends. Yeah. And Mark says, "Yes, I'm excited to be a winner. Yes. Oh, wait. Remind everybody, Mark, not rigged. Absolutely not. Mark, uh, Siri picked his number. Yeah, his, he number, won, his numbers uh, up. He won. Oh, what? Did let's Mark see. Keith won the. No, journal. Mark won. Mark won the cell. Mark won the the, the, go, the Gollum thing. The, oh, that's the right. Lord of the Rings. The thing. super collectible Lord of the Rings uh, film cell. Super collectible. So he said, "Yes, I do appreciate having a top ten named after me." No, I would not have gotten any one of these cover songs in twenty seconds. Man, they're making me feel better. Yeah, good. And you've gotten almost. Well, you should have got the last one. I, I know didn't you know didn't. the last ones. I didn't know the last one. He said, "I know you didn't ask, but these are tough." I knew every word of this week's song and still couldn't process the title in 20 Thank seconds. Thank you. So Mark has the same affliction that I've got. You you can't you 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 can know it, but if it's if it's presented in a different format like that, it just your brain just can't it's hard to get your brain around it. Well, that's good for our listeners. It is. Yeah. Uh, and I think I even have every one of their albums. It all makes for great podcasting, great show again, guys. Thank you, Mark. And Mark, speaking uh, checks in the mail. Speaking Oh, no. You read the review. Well, it's, it's after game time. Oh, Look, that's true. I've got it formatted. It's in a, well, I wouldn't call that formatting. <laughs> All right, it's that time. Where I have to guess a song I've never heard of, ever. It's our super summer of giveaway game time. And if, if you want to be in the prize pool to win these games, uh, just leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook or both. If you, if you leave us a review on both, because we really need reviews. You know what today's prize is? What? What it's is it? It's a Pop Solo Bluetooth karaoke microphone. That thing looks really cool, doesn't it? It's got a built-in retractable smartphone holder, too, so you can have the lyrics right in front of your face. And you can look good like this guy. That guy's singing some songs right there. It's amazing, clear, stereo sound, portable entertainment, two-in-one wireless speaker, and Bluetooth microphone connect effortlessly to your smartphone, tablet, or computer. 
I don't know what I just said, but I'm excited about it. I know you download the app and you clip it on this microphone, and then you're ready to have a, a karaoke party at your house. You'll be the you'll be the life of the neighborhood. We need to, you know, we we need to try that. You and I get the families together and have karaoke night. Yeah, no, let's not. <laughs> karaoke my wayward son. All right. Oh, okay. You ready so, for the song? <laughs> so we got a song. I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a cover song because it's illegal to play regular songs on podcasts. You get in trouble without something another well song. and also if i if you played the original yeah you I'd would know, know it, it yeah. yeah and this is a song from the 80s that's a hint and it was one of my favorite songs in high school it's gotta be an REO speedwagon song. so here we go craig are you ready yes 20 seconds oh it's a smith song yeah you're right so far I remember the name of the song. I, I know oh, the song. At least you had the band right. I, I, I knew the. I'll tell you, the title of the song is not in the song. So, I, I, you know, the funny thing is, I. I used to love. I still love this song. I can't remember the name of it. What's the name of it? How soon is now? How soon is now? How soon is now? You didn't guess it, but you did. You came really close. Well, I, I, I'm proud I, of. When you. I heard the guitar, yeah, Johnny Marr. Oh that, man! That, I mean, when I heard that, I mean that wasn't him playing, but that, no. when I heard that, I knew it. Yeah, that, is that on uh, Strange Way? Uh, not Strange. Uh, no, it's meat on, is uh, Louder the bombs. Meat is murder. Okay. Yeah. The first Smith. The first time I really ever heard the Smith. Believe it or not, I was late to the game. It was uh, probably '84. Whenever Louder the bombs came out. Yeah, that was that was a little late in the game. And the thing is, I can't. I really can't stand Morrissey because he seriously he never shuts up. He no, did, and I don't like his personality, but his vocal talent is amazing. Yeah, yeah, back up. No, I was yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what I was going to say was, no, I, I, I love to hear him. I, I like him. I don't like him outside of his music because he's annoying. Yeah. Okay. I, I understand that. Anyway, we're going to have to pick a number because we're giving away a pop solo tonight. You're going to sing? No, I'm going to give away a, a soda, a pop. Okay, what, 71? Uh, 72. No, we gave one away last time. No, it said that we just we keep the names on the list. We just turn them red. So if she ever picks the same number twice, I'll know it's been picked, and we'll choose You're red. <laughs> give me a number between 1 and 72. Four. Oh, number four. Larry Bach. Oh, boy. Larry Bach. Larry Bach. Larry yes. Bach. Larry our friend Larry? Yeah. You think it's him? I think it is. His name's not Bach. <laughs> well, Larry Bach. It's one word. Larry I'm Bach. pretty sure he was the fourth one to review us on iTunes. But Larry Bach, uh, reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know. Um, send us a message. We'll get back to you and let you know how you can receive your pop if, solo. If it is who I think it is, I want to I see him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll make him use it <laughs> right in front of us. Wow. Oh, that was fun. You got a review. I, I, I'm so proud that you, you didn't read the review. Well, we're not done yet. You started to hit a button over there. No, no. I'm so proud that you. Uh, I'm going to save this though. I'm so proud that you don't knock that over. It doesn't belong to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud that you almost got it. You got you got the Smiths like within five seconds. Oh, I did. That was very good. Well, that you that's unmistakable. Very that guitar, good. that sound. I mean, it's just you know. Okay, we do have a review. Would you like to read that? Uh, yeah, I'd actually, I'd also like to say that that was probably my proudest moment in this game. No, it should be when you actually got the... No, oh, because, this was- because I immediately, within like 
three or four seconds. I'm telling I you. recognized it. Like, and I knew you would. But the problem is, I could not. Yeah. Their, their their names can be so ambiguous. Yeah. And I just wanted to use that word. Vicar and a tutu. Now I'm thinking of a minister wearing a tutu. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, th- yeah. I'm thinking of a vicar. He was talking about a vicar and a tutu. That was one of their songs. Anywho. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> this is coming from, and I'm going to guess this person got fed up trying to set up the review. <laughs> <laughs> because their username is why do i keep having to start over question mark yeah these guys are so funny duh <laughs> don't add to it it's great to find a podcast that is clean and yet so entertaining that's because we're it's a five-star review too thank you why do i have to keep starting over um that is awesome thank because, you so much because you know we we skirt around not intentionally but the stories sometimes can lean a little pg-13 ish and we try our, we try yeah. our best and we're not without you know some failings here and there but we try to make it really as we want if if a little kids sat down we wouldn't want to be embarrassed yeah like our top story tonight you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be careful because it's got purple nurples oh wow yeah so so be careful but are you ready can I, do, I, mean, do i say nurple i would because that's just me <laughs> what's well, about a is it about a guy Hang on, let me do this. Top story. And I'll tell you, I've right. been waiting for this one. Car salesman farted in co-worker's office, pinched his nipples to reinforce dominance. <laughs> now, after that... This whole, guy is a winner in my book. After that whole thing we just went through about family friendly, I just want to make, make a point here. Yeah. It's about a, a man. Well, people have nipples. Yeah. There's nothing ugly about that. Right. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And this we used to call purple nurples. Purple nurples. So he was giving the guy the twisty roux. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brett Bland. He's just not a very exciting guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. Is a car salesman who has had his fill of raunchy sales bro culture at the Southeast Texas dealership where he used to work. Oh, he used to work there. According to court documents filed in Galveston. Oh, Galveston. Galveston. I heard that today walking into the Speedway. That's Galveston. Uh, anyway, Bland is suing his former boss and the dealership's parent company for what he calls uh, the hostile and sometimes smelly work environment <laughs> he endured for more than a year at the AutoNation Acura dealership in League City just outside of Houston near the Texas Gulf Coast. So I guess he's out of his league now. Yes. That, that was really bad. Yeah. It's okay. But I was trying. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. They can't all be hits. Yeah, not everyone's a home run. He's definitely out of his League City. Yeah. That's, oh, so he had to up me. Yeah. In his lawsuit, he accuses his former boss, Jeremy Pratt, of weaponizing his own farts (laughs) and repeatedly pinching Bland's and other male's subordinates' nipples. Ow! He reinforced dominance over his subordinates by regularly entering their enclosed offices, intentionally passing gas, and then laughing as they were forced to breathe (laughs) soiled air. The plaintiff's original petition in Galveston <laughs> County. Who would laugh at that? Is that not funny? 2012 District Court says, I don't want somebody doing that all day. Yeah, but I ask you, is that not funny? Kind of. <laughs> not as funny as the guy. That, what was the thing the other guy did? The guy kept putting his butt in the other guy's face a few episodes back? Yes. That's anyway, funny, too. It also says that Pratt's behavior was tolerated in the office and by upper management and that it opened the door 
to even nastier behavior. Oh, it gets worse. Bland accuses Pratt of warning that if anyone complained about him to the Human Resources Department, that's when I complain, officials wouldn't do anything because Pratt had the Director of Human Resources wrapped around his finger. And you couldn't pull his finger because of that. Because the person was yeah. in the way. That was after an episode in February when Pratt allegedly sent a small, I'm small, what am I saying here? <laughs> He sent a group text to several employees, including a doctored version of a photograph of Bland that falsely warned the other recipients that Bland might be a sex offender. Oh, now that is too much. According to the lawsuit, Pratt sent the text to eight to ten coworkers saying, keep your children safe, and you are receiving this because there uh, may be a risk of a sex offender in your area. Wow. Turning the page. <clears throat> Bland says... That Pratt made another dealership employee, identified in the lawsuit as David, to Photoshop Bland's image onto a background that resembled a jail booking photo, also known as mugshot. Yep. Uh, another recipient of the group text responded that he was wondering why Bland kept asking if he had any pictures of underage people. Um, th- th- this guy deserves to be. These, Absolutely. They, he should be suing them. Yeah, I would. I would too. And the and the guy ended up getting fired. the 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 farter ended up getting fired. Not the farty. No, no, but no, he did. He left on his own. I think. Uh, what kind of dealership did it say it was? Acura. It was a Acura. That's a, that's a Honda. That's that's the yeah. pricey. That's the pricey Honda. I would say maybe in the um, settlement we're going to involve a, a new car. Yeah, maybe. And and a, a and if you die, of, you can be buried in it. Oh, no, going back. Going that's back. A, that's only if it's in a a, a Honda. Oh, Ooh, headline is fire at London's Hayward Gallery as rotting fish artwork explodes. Huh. People make art out of anything, you know, Craig. Yeah. A major new exhibition at South Korean artist Lee Bull at London's Hayward Gallery has had its open opening delayed after a fire. Broke delayed <laughs> after a fire broke out a few hours before the show's preview. The exhibition entitled Crashing was due to open to the public on May 30th of 2018, but it has been pushed back until June the 1st. That's now. Well, you know, a few days ago. A few days ago. Uh, the gallery says Lee's famous artwork, Majestic Splendor. Oh, that's that's a good one. Caught fire while it was being removed uh, sorry, from the sorry, exhibition. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a good one. <laughs> it was smoking. God, I'm going to say it. I'm not saying it. Majestic Splendor is composed of sequin-covered rotting fish. That's disgusting. Where do you, where do you get such fancy fish? <laughs> you always go fishing. And our fish scales kind of sequiny anyway. Yeah, if the light shines on them properly. When it was shown in 1997 at New York's MoMA, it had that's the Museum of Modern Art. It had to be removed as the smell made visitors feel sick. I guess it did. If you got a mm-hmm. bunch of rotten fish, yep. For the Hayward show, the fish were placed in potassium permanganate. 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 Orangutank. Although it's not flammable, the chemical does increase the flammability of other combustible materials. On receiving advice, the gallery decided to withdraw the artwork, but it spontaneously—they decided to to redraw the artwork. (laughs) It spontaneously combusted mid-removal. You believe in spontaneous combustion? I certainly do, especially if it involves fish with sequins on. (laughs) Following expert advice regarding the materials used in Liebel's Majestic Splendor, we took the decision, along with the artist, to remove the artwork from the exhibition. During the deinstallation, a small fire... Deinstallation is deinstallation. A small fire broke out, and the fire service attended. A spokesman for the Hayward told, Freeze! 
<laughs> Freeze! Only minimal, Cold Febreze. Only minimal damage has been caused to the gallery by the exploding fish. The Hayward reopened in January after a two-year renovation hiatus with an inaugural Andreas Gursky res- retrospective this January. Lee Bull's show runs until August the 19th, if you're thinking of going to it, Craig. And I, and I think you probably would. You you, you like exploding fish, don't you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think we're all honest with ourselves. We all do. I, I really do, too. Yeah. That's right. Hey, uh, he told his son not to eat all the Cheez-Its. Then violence ensued. Oh, I bet his son To be honest him. with you, Cheez-Its have drugs in them. <laughs> they're they're awfully good. Do not eat cheese nips though. Why? They're just not good. Cheese it's cheese it's are cheese nips are the generic of yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese it's yeah are always good. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you start on one, you just can't. Speaking of which, you remember a couple of weeks ago, somebody made a big announcement on the podcast. I can't get Golden Flake chips wherever I go. Okay, I do have an explanation for that. And by then the way. I walked into the store immediately after the show. <laughs> okay, and it's like well, that's funny. There's a whole display right here. And then you made me. No wait, you, you made me take a picture. <laughs> To prove it to you because you thought I was a liar. I talked to Ronnie, my cousin that's assistant manager I know Ronnie. at the Kroger. I know who he is. He said that I was there on uh, the Sunday before Memorial Day and they had just sold out. That's why that store, they were on there. That store struggles to keep stock up anything. They really do. I don't know why they just can't. They really do. So uh, I'm so happy that Golden Flake uh, Sweet Heat is still available at my I'm trying to remember Kroger. what the Kroger one you told me was to try. Um, it's called uh, Nashville Hot Chicken Flake. Oh, that one. I haven't oh. seen that. But they're out of all the brands, oh. all the you know what happens they, they price the stuff so good that's just gone mm-hmm. and uh that's right our little town here has an addiction to diet orange soda because ah. you can never find it walmart's gone i never look i don't drink gone. anything diet that's because you're just you don't drink sodas uh, well i drink i drink carbonate water that's not a soda no. oh it is soda water but it's, it's soda not, water it doesn't count yeah. though you don't count you can play your <laughs> little, you play your little sad sack this thing over there absolutely ridiculous all right he told his son not to eat all the cheese it's Violence ensued. A St. Augustine man was arrested Wednesday for hitting a child. The reason for the violence, according to the St. John Sheriff's Office, Carrie Knudsen, or is it Knudsen, Knudsen, struck the boy for eating all the Cheez-Its and drinking all the tea. Well, if he was told not to, and he did. You know, you, he did say, it does I say. I would have got he, smacked, too. He, he ate them all and drank all the tea. <laughs> No, Alan would have done it and blamed you. Yeah, and that happened on a number of occasions. The 58-year-old faces a charge of cruelty towards a child, according to the SJSO, whatever that is, arrest report. Officers responded to a 911 call about a disturbance at a residence. Deputies say Nudson, I'm going to call him Nudson, who appeared to be highly intoxicated, told them he'd gotten into an argument with his son because he told the child not to eat all the cheeses to drink all the tea. <laughs> But that the command was disregarded. <laughs> this, he's probably starving because dad's spending all the money on booze. Now, now you're adding to the story. We don't know that. He may uh, just be a pig child. Uh, that's true. <laughs> this made the father upset. Well, the fact that he was highly intoxicated makes me think that. Yeah. In a rage, uh, Nutsy allegedly struck the juvenile in the face with a closed fist. Oh, that's more than a slap. The child then admitted to pushing the adult against the wall which caused a laceration to the man's head. The suspect was unable to explain his injuries as he was so drunk, read the report. Oh, boy. That's a report that reads itself. But if you're told not to eat all the Cheez-Its and drink all the tea, don't do either of those what things. What makes it worse yeah. is they put Cheez-Its in such a small box. Like, there's just mm. not, you know. You know, have you tried the bacon Cheez-Its? I don't like to mess with perfection. Oh, please. You're the one that'll eat M&Ms with pebbles in them or whatever they put in an M&M. You'll eat Do it. they make those now? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm a purist when it comes to M&M's, but oh, all of a sudden you're not going to eat a, a bacon-flavored cheese it. Well, I'm just saying if I'm going to go pay the money, I'd rather have the regular old thing, you know, or the mm. bacon one's good. You oh, yeah. They're good because they got <laughs> bacon in them. Yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Headline is. Corset is wonderful. I love them because they got bacon. You sound like that guy from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> My prince. And you're as tall as him. <laughs> huh. A pair of premium melons sold for a record-setting $29,000 in a Japanese auction. Those are nice melons. They, they $29,000. I think they were cantaloupes, if I'm not... They look like cantaloupes, and they were attractive cantaloupes. Yes. A fruit and vegetable packing company said a record-setting $29,251.50 American dollars for a set of Uberai melons at an auction in Sapporo, Japan over wow. the weekend. Katoi reported Monday. Kotaku. Winning. Say it again. Kotaku. Kotaku. Bless you. Winning bidder Shinya Noda, president of Hakul Pak, intended to set a record when purchasing this specialty fruit in celebration of his company's 30th anniversary. The melons will be on display through the end of the month, after which they'll be cut up and served to Noda's customers at no charge. I want to. I want to be there for that. That just seems like a lot of money to to spend on some melons. I want to. I want to taste a fifteen thousand dollar melon. Yeah, yeah. While it might seem outrageous, I, mean, I just can't imagine it's worth the money though. <laughs> I can't imagine that either. When we can go down to Kroger, and, here, and here's the thing: two for a buck. And here's the thing: I think Seinfeld said it best when he said, "I think produce is basically a gamble." <laughs> He's true. He's true. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's you know, it's it's uh, you don't know how good it's going to be. That's true. They so, look nice. So for twenty nine thousand, they could be the nicest looking melons in the world. But if they're twenty nine thousand dollars, that's just too much. That's a big gamble. That is a big gamble. <laughs> While it might seem outrageous to U.S. consumers, specialty fruit often fetches high prices in Japan, where it's considered a luxury item, typically given to clients as a summer gift, alongside such items as beer and cookies. Now we're talking. Kotaku reported. At an auction in 2016, while we're on the subject, a pair of Yubari melons fetched a then-record $27,423.28 U.S. dollars. What is so special about them? And in 2015, a single bunch of Ruby Roman grapes was purchased for $8,200. I do like grapes. That was $315 per grape. That's crazy. They like their fruit over there in Japan. Hey, uh, I got I finally got some some of the cotton candy grapes the other day. They're good. Aren't they? They're very good. Very too pr- good. Too pricey. They're a little expensive, and they and I li- the thing I liked about them is it was just a hint of the cotton candy. It wasn't like overpowering. Well, it's not actual cotton candy. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I know that. It's just the flavor. of it. And them. I thank you for forcing. No, it was Larry. Larry forced cotton candy on me Sunday, by the way. Yeah, cotton candy's good stuff. Well, you saw me. I was just pouring it out of my hands. You were eating I was, it, just, <laughs> I was just eating the granules. You took a carton of the sugar and just ate it. Well, it tastes the same. It's just not on a stick. And it's not quite as fun when you just take a no, wet... No, it's not. You take a wet cone, the stick thing, and just roll sugar on it. You have to make it look like... It's got to look like a wig. It's got to look like a wig. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. Yeah. Hey, CIA report says North Korea won't denuclearize but might open a burger joint. Oh, that's nice. Washington. Wait, I thought they said North Korea. A, U, a, a new U.S. intelligence... Oh, hang on, hang on. We don't, ever, we don't get a chance to play this very often. Please tell me it ends abruptly. Oh, you actually faded that one. Yeah. How'd that work out? Easy. How'd it make you feel? Eh. 
A new U.S. intelligence assessment has concluded that North Korea does not intend to give up its nuclear weapons anytime soon, three U.S. officials told NBC News. A uh, a finding that conflicts with recent statements by President Donald Trump that Pyongyang intends uh, to do so in the future. Trump is continuing to pursue a nuclear summit with North Korea, uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, even though the CIA analyst, which is consistent with other expert opinion, cast doubt on the viability of Trump's stated goal for the negotiations to eliminate uh, the elimination of North Korea's nuclear weapons stockpile. Everybody knows they're not going to denuclearize, said one intelligence official who read the report, which was circulated earlier this month, days before Trump canceled the original scheduled summit. In an odd twist, a list of potential concessions by North Korea in the CIA analysis uh, included the possibility that Kim Jong-un may consider offering to open a Western hamburger franchise in Pyongyang as a show of goodwill, according to three national security officials. Okay, so if it's going to be a a Western hamburger franchise, which one do you think it'll be? The Golden Arches? I mean, honestly, we wouldn't care. No, I'm never going there. I mean, not after your experience. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to any Golden Arches anytime soon. Uh, It could be like some really dumb one maybe no nah, i think of all the of all the name brand ones mcdonald's would be the one we, everybody would well, the only thing we'd miss are the fries oh yeah yeah but quite honestly there are other fries out there that i can be just as happy with no i don't think so uh, there are fries that make me very happy and then there's mcdonald's fries which just send me over that they are good joy but the, you know the interesting thing about mcdonald's fries we may have talked about this before is the thing about mcdonald's fries though yeah they'll turn on you what, what, oh yeah, they will. You're if right. You, yeah. If you get a if you get a, a batch of piping hot mil- uh, milkshakes, piping <laughs> hot French fries. What am I thinking of? If you get a piping hot box of fries from McDonald's, and you sit there and lollygag around eating them, and they get cold. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, or you get home, leave them in the bag for a while, and come back later. You're like, because they're nasty. I agree. I agree. Okay, this. You know why, don't you? No. Because of all those preservatives start oozing out, and they're you know trying to make their way back to their home planet. <laughs> that may be, and it's, it just you may be now. right. I may be crazy. I, I mean, it's just you're definitely a, a, lun- you're a lunatic. lunatic. You're looking for though. <clears throat> We're going from North Korea to China now. We're going to China. Headline is: Woman stopped for driving bumper car on the highway. I call foul on this because bumper cars have to have electrical above them. They they run off of. Real uh, carnival bumper cars do, but they, they do make cars. Opryland's did too. Yeah, yeah. That's I think the, that's I how bumper cars are. You're a fair. <laughs> I did not. So this was from June the first. What's powering? It's what I want to know. A woman in China was stopped by police after being spotted driving on the highway in a slow-moving pink bumper car, and in the photograph, it did look like a bumper car. Footage recorded on the highway in Gingyang, Gaizhou province, shows the woman driving a pink bumper car down the busy roadway while full-size vehicles sped past her. The woman was stopped by police and given a warning. <laughs> they would have drug us in. Yeah. Police said they, they confiscated the no, bumper here she, car. Here she'd just be dead. They did roll her, just run yeah. right over her. The police said they confiscated the bumper car from the woman who operates a bumper car business in the city. I wonder if it was like, you know, if it was a go-kart, like, oh, I wonder if it was one of those Mario Kart things. Because in China, they do the Mario Kart racing. I wonder if she streets. was. Well, they would have known because she'd been throwing those turtle shells. <laughs> oh, yeah, she would have got it. She, maybe she didn't have any red ones. She could have missed. Or that ink black guy goes. 
<laughs> and you can't see anything until yeah. it clears off your windshield? Yeah. Do you ever play Mario Kart? Oh, yeah. Dante, I got a, Dante, I got, a, I got a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. I didn't tell you. No, you didn't tell me. You got to come over and play Mario. Oh yeah. Why do I say it like that? I don't know. It's me, Mario. I don't know, but I'm, I'm on my way. House. Let's do it. The Switch, maybe. It, you know what's great about the Nintendo Switch? Well, you take it with you. Well, it's, it's like it's. You know, it's great about it, right? It's like, it's like the DS yeah. and the Wii had a baby. Oh, and it's the Switch. I want one. It's awesome. You, you, I'm playing a. I've been playing this one game nonstop. It's great. But anyway, you you, you play a game. Yeah. And then if somebody's on the TV, and you can't play in that room, you just pick it up and play it on the screen. Yeah. Or if you get another dock, you can set docks up on any TV you want. And if you just go go in that room, you got the dock set up already. You just smack it down on the dock and start playing on that TV. I love it. It's awesome. Cool. I'm so glad I got to share that. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited. I'm happy for you. Did you, you get not. that for your birthday? Kind of self-inflicted, yeah. I got it myself for my birthday. So you had a good birthday. You racked up. I acted up. No, well, I don't know. You may have. According I to acted uh, out. According to your son, you weren't very excited with it your would, concert tickets. Oh, I got. Oh no, I'm excited about the the Hall and Oates tickets. Yeah, he told yeah. me. He said he, you could care less. Well, we talked about this. You, you, I've already talked to you about this. But what happened was, I'm at my birthday dinner at the Mexican restaurant around. It was good Mexican food, and. My daughter hands me her cell phone. She said, here's your present. You want to see it? I'm like, what am I seeing? And I've she, already got a phone. She, yeah. She she handed me the thing. I look down, and, and I don't know what they're doing. I'm got kind of wondering if – I don't really know what they're doing. But I am I look at it, and it's just this image on the thing. Some of the Hall & Oates tickets, but it's not real clear what I'm looking at. And I, and I go, you're going to see Hall & Oates because they really want to go because they love Hall & Oates. Oh, who doesn't? I know. So, well, I, I mostly Hall, less Oates, actually. <laughs> yeah. but um, I like both of them. But he doesn't do anything but stand there with his mustache. Well, look at it. So what? He sings that one Everly Brothers song or whatever it was, that Lost Love and Feeling. Whatever if they sing all their hits, you'll be there for a week. Oh, I know. So so uh, they go, you're going to Hall & Oates? And I went, cool. Like, I didn't know what this – I didn't – I didn't under – the process didn't happen right. And I was I was – confused for a moment wow and so i am actually really excited to go see this and they even they even got their mom a ticket too they spent way too much money so her for my birthday she gets a ticket to go with us that's not fair you, you should tell her that i've got to go so we can cover it for the podcast she might let you <laughs> she's not into so much of that stuff but but she's gonna go we're gonna make a family night of it. it's gonna be good that'll be fun somebody better buy me a 50 dollars t-shirt and you got a drone I got a look, not not like a fancy one, like your crashed one. It's but pretty got, fancy, but I got a pretty cool drone that also flies like an airplane. Any kind of parrot parrot drones are fancy. It's a, it's a drone, like a quadcopter. Yeah. But you, while it's flying, you hit a button and it tilts over all the way and flies like an airplane. That is awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, turning fifty one, you you struck it. You just gotta throw that number in there, don't you? Yeah. Would you like <laughs> me to read this next story? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I forgot we were recording. And actually, anybody that still wants to send me a birthday present, you can still send me one. Yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah, don't worry about Aaron. He's Worth but you know the, the birthday before had that big party you were at that was fun and that was fun that was fun there was a pinata and we still have him we call him clyde <laughs> clyde the, the kids cactus. named him clyde clyde the cactus i like it and uh i think we put him in ethan's room just this week because he was kind of in the way well uh i didn't get invited to your party this year we didn't have one i was very sad yeah we didn't have one yeah. but you're still welcome to take me to go get a blizzard okay <laughs> i didn't take you for a blizzard for your birthday hell you know that's because I'm inconsiderate. You know what? what? I, I may have to detox here shortly, and which means like a long time without a blizzard. You know, I told you for my birthday, I got a a Dairy Queen cake. Yes. Which has that delicious, crunchy center oh. with the 
with the fudge and oh, the, so cookie, good. the cookie stuff in the middle of the cake, uh-huh. ice cream cake. Yeah, yeah. And she got me a box, because she loves me. She got me a, my wife got me a box of, of Buster Bars. That's the perfect dessert. It's a the, Buster Bar or snack. And it's the gift that keeps on giving, because about a <laughs> oh, week later, it is, Eddie. I, I buy, yeah, it's the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving, Clark. You know, and here's the thing, because you eat it, and then a couple of days later, you can't wear your pants anymore. <laughs> It stays with you. Does it not? <laughs> They're so good. They are. They're filling and delicious. How many people, have you heard that sound of podcast just shutting off, people not listening anymore? Oh. Anyway, so this next story comes to us from somewhere. Hacked signs warn of idiots on bikes. Oh, I love it. I want Head some of those around here. I always thought it'd be cool to hack those, uh, we'd go to jail probably, but those, those uh, the, the big signs the on the interstate, interstate signs. Yeah. yeah. Cops are off today. Go as fast as you want. Yes, right. <laughs> Signs along North Carolina highways serving as the route of an upcoming Ironman race were hacked to warn of delays stemming from idiots on bikes. So this is obviously a bicyclist thing. There's which, a lot of those around here. Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I think we've talked about this before. And I'm sorry, I don't dislike you, but I can't stand your hobby. No, it's ridiculous. It, it, there are places to ride a bike. Why do you do it on a two lane highway? And and if you really love it that much, why don't all the bikers get together and campaign for bike lanes everywhere? There you go. We have plenty of bike lanes. There's places they could take their bike and ride properly and, and safely. And and, and and let's get down. I'm going to be really honest here. Go ahead. What angers me most about bicyclists are those shorts. I cannot stand their outfits. Can you not wear something like flip-flops and some regular shorts? You know what I'm saying? They and got, I tell people that. People gotta that get I, that wind. People that, people that I'm friends with who do that. It's I, that wind resistance. First thing I say to them, I say this to everybody, no matter how much fanatics they are, I say, you know what? The shorts alone, I know the people, when I'm telling them this, I know they wear them. I go, the shorts alone, I'm out. <laughs> My brother wears them. Heinz? He, he doesn't ride. Yeah, Heinz wears them, but he he doesn't ride on our, our on streets like idiots. We pass every weekend over here, and there's like 760 of them, and you and you get stuck behind See, that, them. That's the thing. Now, one oh. guy now and then. I mean, you might bump into him, and he runs off the road, and that's <laughs> no. Actually, that happened in Nashville yes, area. Yes, it did. And the guy they had footage like a congressman or something. The hit. I forget who it was, but now I'm not. I, by no means should anybody be rude to these people and if you're a bicyclist i'm not rude to you i don't dislike you i just can't stand sometimes i get up right you know our cars there's you, a three-foot rule you can't hear our cars but i'll get up real close to them and this yeah um, yeah watch them yeah. wobble that's always fun <laughs> <laughs> no i just i'm not mean to them i just it just it's irritating because they just there's just not space on the road for it yeah it's dangerous put some off-road tires on that thing and go through the woods <laughs> that sounds fun that, would, that, that i could dig might be kind of cool so anyway how many listeners did we just lose <laughs> I don't know. Are you counting? I don't know. Gene Caffrey. uh, You know Gene Caffrey and the Beaver Brown Band? Yeah. Got all their albums. Yeah. Said he was riding on old U.S. Route 1 near Moncure last week, last weekend, when he spotted the electronic sign warning drivers to expect delays June 3rd because of blankety blank (laughs) blanks on bikes. I didn't think it was real. I thought I was seeing things, That's he told awesome. WTVD-TV. Seeing the signs like that, it just sends the wrong message, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Becky Markajan Beasley posted a video to Facebook showing a sign along U.S. Route 64 uh, near Jordan Lake that showed a similar warning sign about idiots on bikes. That's the one you typed. Yeah. Caffrey... <laughs> who has participated in two Ironman races, said the signs stoke tensions between drivers and cyclists. No, guys on the road on bicycles stoke the tensions between yeah. us. 
it's dangerous. We're up against thousands of pounds of cars, and you got to stay as safe as possible, he said. At the end of the day, we're coming home to our families. Well, We want to stay safe, and we're drivers, too. Everyone's got to understand the rules out there and why we're uh, at where we're at on the road and how we ride. Well, here's the thing. The roads were, the roads were to be fair, roads have always been used you know, for bicycles also, but not in droves. No. It'd and be, not on these busy i, I would have gotten beat so if i decide that i want to st- we want to start riding skateboards down roads or, or llamas we, let's say llamas oh, or llamas yeah um picture it that's okay that's awesome <laughs> Or llamas riding skateboards with us riding the llamas with us yes. riding the llamas yes. yeah um then that's if i get enough people doing it then that will make it acceptable that's not true that's what this is i know it's what it's saying but it's not true Anyhow, oh boy okay as you can tell we're a little bit uptight about because we we drive on a road that's very rural yes and going back and forth to another town nearby and it's a lot of curves and twists and stuff and the bikers love it yes they do and there's no bike lane there's, there's, there's a barely, it's, it's a country road there's barely take even, me home <laughs> there's barely even a shoulder yeah you know goodness gracious anyway the North Carolina Department of Transportation said it does not own the signs. The signs which might belong to Iron Man were apparently Iron hacked. Man. Well, yeah. Well, you think that he'd have enough technology to yeah. keep that from happening. He, he could lock those things up. Showed the normal warning message, sans commentary on Tuesday. So these were those, um, think, I guess they bought some of those signs like the, the construction bulbs. guys use, the yeah. bulbs. That, yeah. They spell out words and whatnot. Okay, this next story, I included a photograph for you so you can see what they're talking about because it's the most ridiculous thing. This is what makes me weep for our future. <laughs> Headline is... This is the generation behind us and what they think is good to do. <laughs> Headline is $1,245 t-shirt shirt baffles online. A high-end retailer is turning heads with their $1,245 t-shirt shirt that is a T-shirt with a button-down shirt stuck to its front. It literally, I'm looking at the picture. It looks like I'm wearing a T-shirt I just got out of the dryer and a dress shirt was statically <laughs> stuck to the front of it. Balenciaga's Fall 18 collection, available now on the brand new website, on the brand's website, includes the pricey T-shirt shirt, which appears to be nothing more than a T-shirt with an empty checkered button-down shirt sewn or glued to its front. <sighs> The site. This is my favorite. These are the same people that made it look like <laughs> this the, is my the, favorite the, part. Makes the jeans that look like they had mud on them, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The site says the shirt boasts two wearing options. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear it as a t-shirt or a button down. So wait, if you wear it as a button down, you got a t-shirt <laughs> stuck to your back. back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. The unusual garment went viral on Twitter, where commenters uh, were quick to mock up their own cheaper knockoff versions, as well as adapt the style two pants and other articles of clothing. The high-end brand previously made headlines last year when it released yeah, a... Two- they're high. That's sure. <laughs> that's, it, released, that's sure. it released a $2,145 blue tote bag that observers quickly noticed bears a more than slight resemblance to the 99-cent tote bag sold at Ikea. I got a couple of those. You didn't pay uh, $2,145 for them, did, did you? Did you hear that Ikea betrayed us in Nashville? Yes. Yeah, Ikea's not coming to Nashville now. No, they're not. They've had enough of this foolishness. And now a weird moment from history. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? <laughs> Take it, Freddy. <clears throat> 1852. 
drunk zookeeper dies from cobra bite on the nose. Now this Why is, did you bite a cobra on the nose? This is 150 years ago, and still, the same story could, it could still be reported today. I mean, people are doing stuff like this today. Right now in this in this studio. Yeah. No. 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 There's a little snake over there. Uh-huh. You know he's doing a little snakey snake. Snake dance. In October 1852, Edward Horatio Gerling, an employee at London Zoo, dived after being bitten by a five-foot cobra. A That must make you really sad the cobra's taller than you. That's not true. I'm 5'7". Whatever. A post-mortem on... You hit your little button over there now to be sad? This is absolutely ridiculous. A post-mortem on Gerling's corpse showed that... Uh, here, don't... And this is ridiculous. The cobra had bitten him five times on the nose. Greg! Sorry. <laughs> One of these bites had penetrated the nasal bone and bled profusely. Oh, gross. Girling was rushed to hospital by cab, a journey that took 20 minutes. I like journey. Mm-hmm. While, I, mm-hmm. while, the cab, uh, while in the cab, his head swelled to an enormous size. <laughs> he had to cry himself to sleep. Look at the size <laughs> of the head. That's like an orange on a toothpick. And his face turned black. Once at hospital... Can we just say at the hospital? <laughs> Girling was given artificial respiration and electrical shocks. Neither was successful, and he died 35 oh, minutes after arrival. After ascertaining how Girling died, an inquest investigated how he had come to be bitten in the first place. Early press reports put it down to a homicidal serpent. Once, aren't they all? One yes. suggested the cobra had bitten its victim with murderous intent. Another had uh, had it lunging from the shadows while Gerling was delivering food to the enclosure. It did not take long for the inquest to discover that Gerling was responsible for his own demise. One of Gerling's work colleagues, Edward Stewart. Oh, Eddie humming, Stewart. He's the hummingbird keeper. He yeah. likes to keep it safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, testified at the inquest. He claimed to be passing by the snake enclosure with a basket of larks. You just... There's, there's your band name, Basket, Basket of, Lark. of Larks. That's yep. a good one. Basket of Larks. New Ladies band and name. gentlemen, Basket of Larks. When he saw Girling inside, apparently showing off, Girling picked up the Boko, a mildly venomous colubrid snake, by its neck, according to Stewart. Girling then said, now for the cobra. <laughs> Deceased took... What? Yeah, this, this is from the actual newspaper article. Oh, okay. Because, again, we're back to the weird writing again. Yeah. Girling then said, now for the cobra. Deceased took the cobra out of the case and put it inside his waistcoat. <laughs> it crawled around from the right side and came out at the left side. Girling drew it out and was holding the cobra between the head and the middle of the body when it made a dart in his face. Stewart said... Uh, Stewart and other witnesses also testified that Girling was drinking ample quantities of gin at breakfast time. Just ample quantities. Just ample, at just, breakfast. Yeah, just enough. <laughs> a zookeeper named Baker told the inquest, he believed that the deceased was intoxicated. It was also noted that Girling had little experience, if any, with venomous snakes. Obviously. Uh, he had only recently started working at the zoo after employment with the railways. Good grief. Unsurprisingly, the coroner found that Gerling had died as a result of his own rashness whilst in a state of intoxication. So he had a rash that killed him. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't a rash. It just said so. It, it was his own rashness. His, his, rat, his rat's nest. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the top ten. The Mark Patch top ten. I almost forgot to say his name. He did. He used to be the Flash Chackus, but yeah. now, it's, now it's the Mark Patch That's top right. ten. 
Uh, top 10 weirdest inventions ever. Ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah, and I've Are you ready? a couple of photographs for your enjoyment, Thank too. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. Number 10, grass flip-flops. It gives you the sensation of walking on grass only in your flip-flops. I'm walking on grass. That didn't work. Number nine. Nice try, though. I do give you credit for that try. The Flizz. I've seen this thing in action. This foot-powered bicycle without pedals, saddles, or any gears was invented by German designers Tom Hombrock and Jerry Spetter. The user hangs on a harness. The offices of Hambrock and Spetter. In between two wheels, propelling the bicycle by running and then resting his feet on the back wheels. I don't remember that. All right. This one just sounds weird, but they yep. all do. They all do. Number eight, group shaving machine. Yes. This 19th century machine could shave a dozen men at once. One reason for its commercial failure was it could not alter its movements according to face shapes. So, also, there was no reason for it. <laughs> People could shave by themselves, man. Number seven, the mustache shield. This 1876 mustache shield was patented by Virgil A. Gates. The invention was designed to keep facial hair out of the way when eating and drinking. Hmm. Yeah, it looks like a hairnet, but only real tiny, and it goes right there yeah well this next one of the top 10 weirdest dimensions ever these now come with uh tablets like ipads and stuff like that nose stylus yeah that's what you draw with right yes it is it's, it actually allows you to oh forget it anyway <laughs> invented by dominic wilcox this device allows you to keep a hand free for other tasks while you operate the phone with your nose stylus. So that's a rather recent invention that made the list here you're an invention number five the revolver camera this Colt's this Colt thirty eight's small camera automatically takes a picture when you pull the trigger. Hope you'll pick the wrong one up. They had a strip of film that had been shot with it. it I don't, shot, oh, yeah, uh, but it was creepy. I mean, you you shoot people and then you've got a picture of the moment the bullet enters their body. Totally bizarre. Oh, I thought it just took pictures. No, it's a real gun, and when you pulled the trigger, it shot pictures. Of whatever you're aimed Shot at. Shot what? Pictures. You've actually been cured. You say pictures. <laughs> Remember back in the day, you said pictures. Whatever. Okay. Top 10 weirdest inventions ever. Number four, an automatic tip requester. Invented in 1955 by Russell E. Oaks. This device, device, this device saw hotel bellhops as its key market. It would say no sale if the tip was too low. What does that even mean? And it looked like a hand coming out of your back. So as you turned around to leave, there's a hand, and it says tips. The hand would dip and drop the money into a bucket. And there was a no-sell sign if it wasn't didn't weigh enough, I guess. Oh, that's no wonder they didn't get tips oh, that boy. year. Number three, a chain-smoking device. For when smoking just one cigarette at a time is not enough. Now look at that, Craig. That cigarette holder holds a complete pack of cigarettes. It holds 20 cigarettes you can smoke yeah. at once. It looks like a long pipe with holes for each cigarette. Yeah. And so if you just can't spend money fast enough on cigarettes, you smoke them all at once. Well, this was back in the, what, 50s, 20s, 30s, something like that. And Maybe. Guess, it almost looks like the 60s. I think cigarettes were dirt cheap back then. You could pretty much, actually, you bought them with dirt. Okay, number two. Wait, you didn't like my dirt? You bought them with dirt? That's funny. Yeah, you walk in I, with a pile of dirt. Yeah. No. Get a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I got. Oh. I got it. You just didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I just didn't want to entertain. That. Oh I don't goodness. want to encourage you. Is okay. What we're talking about. Here. All right. Top ten weirdest inventions ever. Number two, the cat meow machine. <laughs> in uh, this 1963 mechanical cat meowing machine from Japan, can meow ten times a minute 
with the eyes lighting up each time. I don't, well, real cats' eyes don't light up no, unless, they you, don't. unless they're in the dark and you hit them with a flashlight. <laughs> the idea was to use the machine for scaring rats and mice. So, so this is it. First of all, Craig's not saying to hit your cat with a flashlight. No, no, no. That's no. not what he means. I meant shining in his face. So, so basically, this is it. Like, rat walks up. Hey, let's go get some food. And you hear, meow, 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 blink, meow, blink, 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 blink <laughs> yeah, meow, blink, it. meow, blink. Okay, the number one, I've got a picture here for you because it's so funny. The number one weirdest, oh wait, wrong button. Craig, what Learn. are you doing? Don't hit that. All right, the number one top ten weirdest invention ever, the Tomaton. Oh, yeah. A wearable robot that feeds you tomatoes. That looks like that was a project or something, <laughs> like a side thing. Like somebody Invented just did by the Japanese juice vendor, Kegom. The robot that sits in its harness behind your head pulls out tomatoes and puts them directly in your mouth as you run. That looks like that was a uh, uh, PR stunt. It even has a timer. This fellow run uh, uses it for running marathons, so he gets just to That's keep funny. eating tomatoes because they get you know they they give you the. Uh, Where does he keep the tomatoes on his back? No, it's inside the robot. Yeah, it, it, the arms swing back around, grab a tomato, and pull it back to you. Yeah, it's in. I think you just use that knowledge for good. What do you mean? That's pretty good knowledge right there. I know, but you know, do something like the automaton. I want a automaton. Ah, okay, if they're free, I'll take one. <laughs> Episode one eighty two is in the books. In the can, we'll say. By the way, I like your t-shirt dress shirt you're wearing. <laughs> you're talking about my t-shirt shirt. Your t-shirt shirt. We need to make a pair. You wear a t-shirt shirt. I wear a t-shirt shirt. How much shirt with a t-shirt shirt and a t-shirt t-shirt shirt? You should stop while you're ahead. Okay, fine. Hey, so, uh, actually, I don't even want to just to you. I'm looking at my iPad now. Yeah, you are. Well, the show's over. It's okay. I can do what I want to do. You yeah. boss of me. It's our podcast. Yeah, I do whatever I imagine. If I want to talk, if I want to play with my tablet or talk to myself over here, I can do it. Absolutely. It's over. No, I mean, it's literally over between us. This podcast is done. Now we got, what, 17, 18 left? Eight, 18 left yeah. until we talk to Sam to the bad news. Yep, 18 left. No, nah, not really. Well, maybe. Huh? Maybe. We're, we're talking about it. You never know. We'll just keep you guessing. It's like a cliffhanger. 200 could be it. You never know. If you don't bring us 1,000 listeners. <laughs> <laughs>